Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Kettlebells. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited because we're going to be continuing our Keep Moving series. So I will highlight some amazing women who've had adversity in their life and not only did they overcome it, but it made them stronger. So these women will be sharing the inspiring stories, what they learned and how they continue to move forward and live their best life. And the purpose of this series is to empower you to keep moving forward in your life as well, despite any of your current circumstances. So today I'm very excited to be on with Megan Jordan. Megan is a client of Berm Bootcamp Webster, New York. So welcome, Megan. Hi. Thank you so much for being our first guest on the Keep Moving series. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So let's just start this podcast with you sharing what your story is. Yeah, so my senior year of undergrad, I was 21 and I was diagnosed with what's called Arnold Chiari malformation. And it's a neurological disorder in which your brain is too big for your skull. So your cerebellum descends into your spinal column and it could easily cause paralysis. But thankfully, they found mine soon enough where nothing super bad happened. I did need brain decompression surgery. And now I have like slight tremoring and I can't invert myself. Uh, But thankfully, Burn Bootcamp has modifications, so that's great. And then four years later, I was in graduate school, and I was diagnosed as bipolar. So completing my thesis and taking seminar classes was such a struggle, uh, going from being depressed to being hypomanic. And it took me three extra months to complete my thesis, but I did it. And so that was great. I was really excited. And some of the bipolar meds cause weight gain, trouble losing weight. And I gained about 30 pounds while I was in grad school. And so it was really difficult for me to deal with that. But with burn, I've lost about 15 pounds in about 17 weeks. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, It's been a real struggle. At first, I wasn't seeing any results. But I committed and I've learned to look at the BMI instead of the pounds, Mm -hmm. which I found to be super helpful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit before we talk about, you know, kind of like your relationship where you are now with yourself and how you feel. Tell me a little bit about walking into Burn Boot Camp for the first time and what were those feelings like starting a fitness journey when you felt like you had, you know, maybe the odds were against you or you just had so much going on, you know, so much going on in your personal life, in school. Tell me about some of those fears you had. Yeah, I was so nervous. Burn Webster was just opening, so they had like early focus meetings before the camp actually started. Mm -hmm. And I went and Jill, shout out to her, was so nice. Like she was so welcoming and warm and she gave me high fives and she sat with me and looked at what I was eating and what we, we would be doing in Bern and how it would be laid out each camp. It just sounded so great. And I walked in on my first day And I was so nervous and people were smiling and she encouraged high fives and she came around when class started and was giving high fives to everyone. And that's something that Jill and Pete have done every single camp uh, at the start. Right. It's important to have that encouragement through a high five. Definitely. I love it. And I always make sure to high five the people in my group and they high five me. 
And so that nervousness just like immediately melted away. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've loved it ever since. After like two weeks of the 30-day trial, I ended up signing up for 18 months. I just love going. It's the only gym that I've ever felt really comfortable and motivated to go to. So I love it. That's great. And I love hearing that because obviously I am partial to burn boot camp, but you know, it's it's such a reassuring feeling to know that because as a franchisor, you're trusting other people to represent your brand. And so it feels good to know that you got that client experience that, you know, we worked so hard on um, because it is important. There are a lot of people out there that are uh, they're scared to take a step forward and try something new and get out of their comfort zone. Um, because they know that they may have a challenge ahead of them, right? And so sometimes they'll yeah. stay where they are because they're afraid to te- take that ne- next step. So, you know, you've been working out, you mentioned, for 17 weeks and you've lost 15 pounds so far. So talk to us a little bit about what your relationship with yourself looks like today versus maybe 17 weeks ago. I've become really proud of myself. Um, Even just being able to do a push up has been like a huge thing for me. Or one of my goals was to be able to walk up the stairs at work, the two flights of stairs that I walk up and down every day to be able to do it without losing my breath, like without having to stop to catch my breath. And my endurance has risen so much more um, since I started burn. I think it's just really important that I'm proud of who I am now, um, both with my mental health and with my physical health. Um, I've learned to embrace my struggles, whether it's being diagnosed with bipolar. And at first I hid everything from my friends and my family. And I've learned just to be who I am and to really talk to people about it. And I mean, I talk about burn on my Instagram, I talk about my mental health issues on my Instagram, and I talk openly to friends about all of my struggles. And I've also learned now to not base my body image off of other people. Like we see celebrities in shows and movies and magazines showing us what someone should look like. And I've learned lately to not look at those people as these idols in terms of body image. Um, That's so, so important because, you know, that's something I struggled with too is I thought I had to look a certain way to be considered successful in a fitness journey, right? But like you said, you know, everybody everybody's different, but to not compare your journey with somebody else's And to really control your inputs, right? Because if it's the wrong influence, then it can take you down this journey that you don't even truly want to be on. Definitely. You know, when when things get tough, you're going to be that much um, more apt to kind of revert versus set goals that are realistic for your life and that is really true to who you are versus what you think you need to be. Yes. So what has helped you the most to get to this point? Definitely a great support system. Um, my friends have been amazing, uh, whether it was being hospitalized with Chiari and them helping me when I was discharged, you know, my parents were there and my friends were there. I had one friend who spent like an hour dry shampooing my hair because Mm -hmm. I couldn't take a shower. Mm -hmm. Um, just that little thing like meant so much to me. I was hospitalized for mental health at one point out in Tucson, Arizona, and, My friends would come and bring me clothes. They would 
make sure to visit me during visiting hours. Like they just supported me. And my parents have been great. You know, my dad has dropped everything at certain points to whether to come out to Arizona or come up to Rochester to like make sure that I'm okay and that I'm balanced and everything's going well. So I really think a good support system. I even have a friend who talks about um, the gym with me. She like suggested different protein shakes to drink and we talk about which protein bars we're eating. Um, And that's really great just to have that person who is proud of you for starting this new health journey. Absolutely. It's so important to find those accountability buddies, you know, whether it be family, friends, or even complete strangers, you know, that you meet at the workout facility that you're at. Because I know everybody listening doesn't necessarily go to burn or have a burn in their area. But it is so important to find that strong community because it's hard when you're, you know, hanging out with friends or surrounding yourself with people that don't understand your goals or maybe don't have the Mm -hmm. same goals in mind. And, And in this case, it's getting healthy, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, starting a a workout program, maybe starting to eat differently. And if your friends can't support that, it makes it so much harder to continue towards your goal, right? Because you're you're constantly feeling like you don't have that support. So uh, I love what you said that like everyone in your life has really dropped everything to be there for you because it's so important. And if you're listening to this and you don't have that support system, you know, it's time to reevaluate who your friends are, right? Definitely. And even at Burn, like there's those familiar faces. I go every Tuesday and Friday. And there are familiar faces who also go every Tuesday, Friday. And it's so nice even to have that support of people who like see your progress and I see their progress and getting those high fives and having those hellos and seeing saying, see you next time. Like, that's great. That's awesome. Well, I'm so happy that you have that. So tell us, what what are you struggling with still today? You know, obviously a journey has its ups and downs. It's not always going to be positive. So what's after 17 weeks of working out, you're 15 pounds down, what's your biggest struggle that you're facing right now? I really would love to be able to do a pull-up. Mm-hmm. Um I use the bands and to to try to do them. I would love to be able to do that. We did, for instance, a push-up challenge for like three or four weeks. Our finishers on Fridays were to do as many push-ups as you could without like arching your back or going down to your knees. And it was really my first time doing a push-up on my toes because I always just thought that I couldn't do it. And my first Friday, I did seven. And then amazing. Yay. And then two weeks later, I did 13. And I was so proud of myself. Yeah. And going back to like not comparing yourself to other people there, we had to write them down on a board, like how many pushups we had done. And there were some women who were killing it at like 60 pushups. And I was like, that's amazing. But I knew that I couldn't do that yet. Mm -hmm. But in a year, I might be able to do that. And I think just realizing and struggling to realize that it'll take time, but you could be in that position is really important. And I'm definitely still struggling with it. But I'm slowly realizing that in a year, I might be able to do more than one pull up. (laughs) Absolutely, you will if you continue to work at it, right? Progress over perfection, right? If you might not be great at something right now, that doesn't mean you can't be great at it at some point. But you have to put in the consistency and the dedication 
day after day, week after week, you know, to focus on the pull-ups or focus on the push-ups, you know, think of it this way. You can't go just run a marathon without training for it, right? Yeah, so, definitely. And with the same with the, that same scenario, you can't compare what someone that has been training for it and com- completed the marathon. You can't compare their journey versus yours because you haven't put in that work yet. I couldn't do pull ups when I first started burn boot camp. Even I had to work at it every single day, and then I lost some strength when I had a baby. Then I worked at it. Then I lost strength again when I had baby number two. Then I'm working, you know, I'm continuing to work at it. So my advice, and I think this is exactly what you're saying, is first of all, don't compare yourself to what other people can do. And then continue to push yourself. Challenge yourself. If you're doing push-ups on your knees right now, try doing them on their toe, on your toes first. It's better to do five on your toes than 50 on your knees, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're challenging those muscles. You're challenging your body. Otherwise, you stay in the same spot. Yes. Okay. So tell us, what advice would you share with someone who's struggling mentally and, and struggling to find happiness within themselves? For me, it's been finding something that balances me and centers me and lets me take a breather from the struggles of life. So whether that's taking a bath or coloring or journaling, listening to music, it all really calms me. And I think that it's important to find and identify those things. I also, you know, have written down a sort of safety plan, um, where I have like nine things written down that I should do if I start to feel stressed out, or I start to feel emotional and overwhelmed. And it's so great to have them written out because Sometimes when I'm depressed or when I'm hypomanic or just feeling emotional, I can't necessarily focus on what I should be doing and can't think clearly. And having stuff written down for me is really important and key. And I have it hanging in my kitchen. And I know that if I look at it, it will tell me, go to a cafe, go for a walk. And I think identifying those things can be so helpful. That's so, I mean, that's such great advice to be almost proactive, right? Like almost having, instead of being reactive and waiting to have those feelings, having, I love how you have that game plan to tap into if you feel something coming on where you need to kind of um, remind yourself of being happy. Yes, definitely. It has helped me so much. I love that. All right. What advice can you give someone who struggles with their physical side of themselves? So like I said before, not comparing yourself to others for me has been so important. And I've only really realized it recently. Like I've learned to accept it. And burn has definitely helped me with that because we don't all lose weight the same way. We don't all gain muscle the same way. And we all have these different struggles whether it be mental or physical or emotional. And you never know what someone else is going through. And I think that it's so important to just not compare yourself to others and just to accept yourself for who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been so good. I've got a couple of questions that I want to, that I'm going to ask all of my guests here in this Keep Moving series. But before I do, if our listeners take away one thing from you today, what would you want that to be? I think that it would have to be to be patient and determined. I think that everything that I've done, it's required patience, whether it's starting a new medication and wanting to see results immediately or 
joining burn and wanting to see me lose weight immediately or even like after grad school I couldn't find a job right away in my field it took months but it took patience for me to be able to wait and know that there was kind of this light at the end of the tunnel and to be optimistic and to be determined to achieve my goals Mm -hmm. and so I only realized it like 10 minutes ago when I was reading this question over and over again that definitely patience I would want people to walk away from this with is to know that patience and determination are so important. Absolutely. I love that. All right. So the questions that I've got for you, what is your favorite way to stay energized throughout the week? So I live off of coffee and sleep. (laughs) I know that coffee is not the healthiest thing to live off of, but I also am really excited to go to work every day. I love what I do. I'm so happy that I found it and that I have my job. And I think that that's a key thing for me to stay energized throughout the week is to love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what do you do to prioritize yourself every day? That's just something for you, not for anybody else, just for you. I have me time in the morning every single day. I have to sit at my kitchen table and drink coffee and eat my breakfast and watch an episode of some show. And my boyfriend moved in with me recently and he has learned that this has to happen or I am extremely cranky. (laughs) It's just something that I've done for most of my life and I just need to do it in order to have a productive day. Yeah. Well, hey, it's great to have that self-awareness and know what you need to be the best version of yourself. So good for you. Thank you. All right. Last question. What is your number one piece of advice for someone who's trying to develop a healthy lifestyle? Yeah, for me, it took determination, um, knowing and putting aside time to plan meals and make that grocery list and to cook and to go to the gym. It's taken me determination and knowing that I should do these things. And I think that to develop a healthy lifestyle, you have to make time for it. Yes, absolutely. You you deserve that time. You deserve deserve to make yourself a priority um, because you only get one life to live, right? Yes. Absolutely. Well, this has been great, Megan. Thank you so much for joining us on Coffee and Kettlebells. Um, and guys, if you're listening to this and you have a transformation story that you would like to get on the podcast and share with us, I would love that. Please email me at coffeeandkettlebells at burnbootcamp.com. Um, but again, thank you for being open with us, Megan, being vulnerable, sharing your story, and we wish you the best on your journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.